0: Christiane, I have a question for you.
1: I might have an answer.
0: When you graduated from Rutgers University, were you given a gift on graduation day other than your diploma?
1: Uh, Yeah, I got a really nice honors award.
0: Anything else? Like tangible?
1: Mm, There was this tree that I was supposed to plant, and my mom killed it before we could.
0: All right. And what was the tree?
1: It was a red oak.
0: You know, and those red oaks came from Pineland's Nursery. Now, what was the significance of the red oak? Do you remember?
1: I'm uh, pretty sure it's the state tree in New Jersey.
0: What's the state tree in New Jersey?
1: Listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to fight.
2: If I'm being honest, I didn't even know we started yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: yeah,
0: we started. <laughs> we started. I uh, Just, you know, I'm just asking questions because I know last week – it was flubbed that Camacypress dioetes was the state tree Friend, of New Jersey, and I'm you just trying to
1: too much of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the honorary
0: state tree of New Jersey it, 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 as, it, it, as pronounced <laughs> by the Native Plant. every day.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, what do you got? let
1: uh, Not a red oak anymore, but All right. I do have a perennial warm season graminoid that is one to def- two foot tall. Uh, sometimes it does approach five foot tall in the right conditions. It occurs along the coastal region from Texas to southern New England as far north as Massachusetts. And its wetland indicator status is FAC wet, facultative wet.
0: All right. Um, hmm.
2: What's the salinity tolerance of this plant? Yeah, thank you.
1: Mm, there's really none.
2: There's like really there's, the, it has no it, salinity it's an NI? or like, it yeah. doesn't.
1: Give me one sec. I know I found this information.
2: Or it is the, too high to measure.
1: I where where did it go?
2: You can grow it in pure salt.
0: <laughs> found in salt uh, mines.
1: It can handle some uh, salty breeze, but not much. Mm. Okay. Okay,
0: that kind of throws me off yeah. a little bit. Um, uh, bloom. Describe the bloom.
1: They are raceme res- res- like racemin res- me like uh, forming clusters of seed heads about three inches long. Hmm.
2: Oh man,
0: uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, all right. I'm gonna say, but one the two foot tall, yeah, five foot tall. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say,
2: although I don't think this is the right answer. I'm gonna go with American beach grass because I, I'm not really sure why. But that's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> I'm going to go Because, with... like, I guess typically when I see them, they're not that tall. But they're usually f- newly planted. But I've also seen them get big. So. I'm. Um... gave me the weirdest look, which makes me even double. I was already double thinking that. answer. when no. I said it. But he's no, making me. You know
0: what? I'm going to say. Uh, here's my. I, I want to say this out loud before I guess it. Panicum Amarum, there's varieties because too. you have Amarulum a and Amarum. And I think Amarum gets like two foot tall. Amarulum can get five foot tall or it's reversed. Mm. I can't remember. Well, I'm able to see a little bit of, uh, right. of Christian Sheet. Right. And I don't right. know. I don't know if I'd go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The, I'm going to say – I'm going to say – Gizicurium Littoral.
1: Fine, you got it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tom didn't give me any clues. Like, other than that. <laughs> other
1: than other than don't say don't that I am also wrong. <laughs> You're listening to A Native Plant Every Day with Tom and Fran.
0: Welcome back to a new week of A Native Plant Every Day with Tom and Fran. I am Fran. And I'm Tom.
1: And I'm Christine.
0: And today's plant is Schizocarium littorale, as guessed by me. Uh, and the common name is Dune bluestem. It's also known as Dune false bluestem and sure little bluestem. Um, it's a plant that I'm aware of and I know a little bit of, but I don't know a lot about. Which makes it even more impressive that I guessed it. So No, just. it was
1: on a list that you gave me to say, hey, we might be able to guess you.
0: Listen, I gave you that list six months ago i don't know what's on the list <laughs> I, I, I couldn't guess that <laughs> that would be a game i would lose at. um the plant is one to two foot tall sometimes approaching five foot with a wetland indicator status of facultative wet it occurs primarily along the coast region from texas to southern new england as far north as massachusetts it's a perennial warm season graminoid of the Poaceae family uh and it's great for use in dune stabilizations with its chalky blue green stems displaying tinges of green the stems are flat near the base with the roots at the lower nodes giving them a bent or curved appearance, and the straightness of stems is dissimilar morphological characteristics between the two species.
2: Yeah, so sure little blue stem stems are often bent at the base due to rooting at the nodes, while the little blue stem stems tend to stay straight and erect. Um, impacts with sure little blue stem. Appearing more prostrate than little blue stem. This is gets a little confusing when you have short little blue stem and little blue stem in the same <laughs> same sentence. But yeah. to rephrase those things, short little blue stem stems are often bent at the base, and the, because they root at the nodes, and then little blue stems go so scoparium tend to stay straight and erect. Again, the short little blue stem, the schizocarium littoral, is going to appear more prostrate than. Little blue stem, which is schizocarium scoparium. Now, or as some people say, schizacarium <laughs> scoparium. <Yeah>. I disagree <laughs> with those words. <parts. laughs>
0: our propagator has said he can identify it a little more, like that it's larger clumps mm-hmm. when he notices it occurring naturally. It's typically a much larger clump than you would see little blue stem. And that's how he can differentiate sometimes. Um, I'm just looking for where we were at. Uh impacts with sure, little blue stem appearing more prostrate than little blue stem. We did say that. The flowers are seem like, forming clusters of seed heads about three inches long. It does bloom from August to October, with the mature seed heads producing abundant, fluffy, silver hairs, giving the plant a frosted appearance. And it does have a fall color where it turns reddish brown, leaving tan stems through the winter. So
2: it occurs from the the downwind side. Um, in sailing terms, they call that leeward, but uh, but I'm going to call it downwind for all of those who aren't <laughs> accomplished. Uh, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of more sailing terms I can throw. What you, I don't want to call them afton. <laughs> yeah. That's that's
0: that's so, the bulk of my sailing. Yeah. So knowledge. it's going to
2: occur on the downwind side of the primary dune to the scrub zone of coastal dune environments. It's well-adapted to sandy, infertile, well-drained soils with full sun and scorching soil temperatures. Uh, there's really no known pest problems. Um, it has a lateral root system, and it will spread by wind-assisted seed dispersal.
0: Why don't you tell uh, us about the the wildlife impacts, friend? <laughs> I, was <kidding. laughs> I was actually thinking, this is a plant that's common, but I don't see it requested as much in coastal restorations and I was wondering mm-hmm. why that is and it's it's something that we're looking to put in our production I don't know a lot of people to grow it and I don't see a lot of requests for it but it's something that we know is there and I'm wondering if it's just no one specs it because no one grows it yeah that's what isn't. I was
2: thinking as well is 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 it something that it's not called for because it's not in production yeah. Um. Or is it not in production because it's not called for? Yeah. So, one of them chicken or the egg. Yeah. Type, Let's, change Let's change that.
0: Let's change that. So, it is the host plant for the cobweb skipper, common wood nymph, crossline skipper, Dakota skipper, dusted skipper, Leonard skipper, Otto skipper, and the swarthy skipper. Uh, and it serves as a specialized host plant for the crystal skipper butterfly larvae, which, you know, when you talk about pollinator. Use that's amazing. Uh, it also provides cover for shorebirds, migratory birds, small mammals such as kangaroo rats, spotted ground squirrels, and wood uh, white footed mice.
2: Yeah, it's funny. Um, does the kangaroo thing spark this? My son and wife went to Bowman's Hill the other day, and he's almost three. And I asked him, oh, what did you see at Bowman's Hill? And he said, I saw lots of flowers. I saw blue ones. I saw purple ones. I saw yellow ones. And I saw a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that, but yeah, just a little <laughs> added thing. So uh, those mammals, not the kangaroos, the kangaroo rats, spotted ground squirrels, and white-footed mice provide a food source for white-tailed hark, harris hawk, uh, crested caraca, caracara, not Karaka character <laughs> and uh and black-shouldered kites uh ghost crabs will actually collect and cache
0: the seed heads in the burrows so wow yeah it's yeah. It, you know at, i i didn't know a lot about this plant just seeing the wild wild um wildlife benefits it's mm-hmm. like eh, yeah yeah this is this is important this is important all right lightning round
1: oh are you ready never
0: all right go ahead
1: First up true or false sure little blue stem can be differentiated from little blue stem by its well-developed rhizomes and the greater distance between nodes. okay true or false sure little blue stem would be a poor choice for green roofs. Okay. True or false, schizicarium littoral is predominant in the dunes of the Great Lakes. All right. True or false, dune blue stem is a great choice for an area with salt spray. All right. And then last but not least, true or false, shore little blue stem is listed as a noxious weed in North Carolina.
0: This is about the least confident I've ever been in a lightning round. Um, yeah, same I here. Same I, here. I'm not feeling too good I'm, about um, this. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Okay. Go ahead.
1: First up was true. Um, along with the shape of the plant, the short little blue stem does have well-developed rhizomes and greater distance between nodes. The next was. False. Um, sure. little bluestem would be a great choice for green roofs because of its lateral root system and its tolerance for high soil temperatures. Hmm. Alright. Then we have false. Um, the plant found in the dunes of the Great Lakes is more closely related to just little bluestem schizicarium scoparium. Okay. Then we have false. While um, well dune blue stem can tolerate salt spray um it's not best um and that's why you find it downwind on the dunes
0: oh okay all right i thought i
2: asked that question (coughs) in in the beginning
1: you did and i said it can tolerate it's not well (laughs) not a good
0: one (laughs) yeah all right where are you at i have two i have two also
1: okay last up is false Sure little blue stem is actually listed as an imperiled species in North Carolina.
0: did you get it? Yes, I did all right I did not. I got three went, of five. I got two of five not not a good showing. All right Tom gets that. Did you give me my guess today? I sure did. did you did all right and notice how your last
2: guesses were black except for the one that is green indicating and then I yeah. just marked myself with a green mark all indicating right. that I changed colors once again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we with no rhyme or reason. Yeah. Well, the As, rhyme or reason was, is oh, that was I, it,
2: that I was lost. Closest. I lost the green one at one point. I would have kept the green all the time, but I lost it, and uh, and then I found it. So all right. So
0: back. recap for the guesses: Christiane is in the lead with thirteen. I am on her heels with eleven. Tom is in third with six. But for the lightning round, Tom is ahead fifteen to twelve. So, uh. I think I know the answers to these, but Christiane, are you putting this in your yard?
1: If I had a space suitable, I'd love to, but it. it I live on the wrong side of the state for it. Yeah.
2: How about you, Tom? Yeah. Uh, not in my yard here, but I'll put it in my yard off uh, off the Cape. <laughs> right, right by where I dock my sunfish. <laughs> on, the, on the leeward side.
0: <laughs> uh, you know given the choice if i were going to plant something similar to this in my yard i'd just go with a little blue stem considering i'm not on the coast yeah. but but i think that's just given you're going to have it's not but when i do get my beach house i'll i'll consider it i'll consider i'll, I'll put it in there i agree it won't be as fancy as Tom's Cape yeah. House. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also I'm, struggle to think of a kind of sailboat other than sunfish.
2: It's <laughs> like the, the smallest and most introductory of all sailboats.
0: <laughs> so, if if you do have that beach house, uh, this would be a fantastic plant to put in your mm-hmm. on your yeah. on your dunes. Yeah. So, uh, we will be back tomorrow with another episode and another native plant. And until then, keep it native.
2: Thank you for listening to A Native Plant Every Day with Tom
0: and Fran. Hey everyone, this is Fran. And Tom. And we just wanted to give you a quick reminder to tune in every Friday to our other podcast, Native Plants Healthy Planet.
2: Yeah, so on Native Plants Healthy Planet, we dive into all different kinds of subjects revolving around native plants and our ecology and having a healthy planet. We have guests from from colleges, from other podcasts, from different nonprofits we work with, even authors. It's a really good time. We hope you join us over there. Make sure you tune in and until then, keep it native.